0: What are you talking about? Hell no. Uh-uh, that ain't gonna fly. Facts, homie. Straight facts. I just want to keep it real. It's all I know. Fake news? Uh-uh. Why would you do that? Exactly where did you get that from? Nah, can't believe it. Man, you gotta come with some papers. You got to show papers on that. This is it, man. This is the start this is the start. Yeah, man, this is how it's gonna start. Yes, man, real spiel. This is how it's gonna start. The show starts. Huh? Yes, man, the intro. Real spiel. Real spiel. Yes, real. So you were saying you don't go to the doctor because you're
1: broke as fuck. Oh, no, I just don't get sick. I don't, well, I'm a little sick right now, but You're sick in the head. But no, I don't go to the doctor because I don't get sick that often, but even so. We were just talking about how Jake doesn't brush his teeth because he thinks fluoride is poison. I do brush my teeth. I don't know where you come up with that, but fluoride is neurotoxin. You can look it up. Everyone Google
0: fluoride equals neurotoxin right now. And then Google debunked right after that. Because that's B-U-L-L, poo.
1: Not at all, bro. I'm
0: (laughs) sick by it. No, I mean, I've heard that fluoride can mess with your third eye, man. Oh, I'm not even talking about that. See, that's what I've heard. Like, it fucks with your, um I don't know, your ability to remain civilized and think for yourself and kind of turns you into a sheep. People are pretty savage. It, so you think it's because they brush your People have been savage since caveman days. Motherfuckers had no hygiene.
1: Hey, yeah, because there was no fluoride in their water. And they were more savage. <laughs> so fluoride is making us docile. No, I don't think they were that savage.
0: Man, they need more fluoride in the water. It needs to be like George Orwell around this bitch. Not every movie is like savages. <laughs> I, I guess not. Uh, what's the movie where they depict people where they were civilized? Uh, Passion of the Christ? They, that was a civilized society, Rome. And they uh, just of course, our
1: savior. What about Apocalypto? You seen that movie? Super savage. Yeah. I mean, those were what, the Mayans? Thinking yeah, that movie? and Aztecs—that's Mel Gibson's take, though. So that was like his only movie that I liked. What? He's—he hates Jews. And you're Jewish. Huh? Yeah. I mean,
0: <laughs> you know, you don't
1: have to hate him. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not a
0: fan. I understand. I mean, you're, you're missing out. Mad Max is great. I guess you can watch the Tom Hardy version though, and feel equally satisfied.
1: Yeah, I guess. <laughs>
0: you're missing out on Lethal Weapon. You're missing out on Dunkirk. Fuck huh. Dunkirk, bro.
1: Nah, I, I mean, I'd watch it. I'm not saying I wouldn't.
0: There we go. Yeah, it's like me saying I don't listen to Kanye West just because he's dumb. Have you seen this movie Runner? No, I haven't. What's that about? Do you know what it is? No.
1: You've never heard of it? I may have, but if I have, I don't know. Starring remember. Hugh Jackman? Uh, I mean, I think I've heard of it, but I don't know alright it's uh, coming out or it already
0: came out but it's about this dude Gary something anyway it basically depicts the first time a presidential candidate was brought down by the media it's interesting dope as shit as a story I don't know what it is as a movie but I saw, or I listened to the podcast about three years ago, and I'm pretty sure whoever wrote or produced this movie listened to the same podcast I listened to on radio. Lab. <laughs> it's like this hour and a half long podcast where they break down the whole Gary. Maybe it was their podcast. It might be. It might be by the same studio or something. But I don't know. I feel like people in Hollywood just be hearing shit, the same stuff us citizens hear, and they just have the funding and backing to actually do stuff with it. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's pretty true, because I've had some good ideas, but I have no idea to go about them. About some just normal shit that I've read in a newspaper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but
0: um, the movie was pretty dope. At least it looks pretty dope. It's got Bill Burr in it. He's a funny comedian.
1: You watch this show, I miss your family? Yeah, I saw every episode. That shit is hilarious. Yeah. I'm in the new season right now. I'm just not watching it. It's really funny how he
0: said that show came about. He basically said that he was tired of hearing groans in the crowd, and he took a note from South Park where with cartoons you can do and say whatever. So he took the bits that he was getting groans with from the crowd and put them into the TV show. But the TV show is still pretty heavy. Like the prostitute mom that sucks dick and then gives her, the kid tries to kiss his mom on the cheek. She's like, no, no, honey.
1: Mama don't do no kissing. Yeah. I just saw yeah, I just saw it one the other day. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I laughed, but I was like, I see
0: why this isn't on Fox. Yeah, definitely. Like,
1: there's no way that could be on TV. Well, Family Guy gets pretty dark. Yeah, Family Guy's just been on TV for so long, and it's way different now than it was before. It was way better before than it is now. It is weird how certain shows get indoctrinated, because South Park, same way. The South Park's still pretty good. Yeah, still. I'm watching the new season right now. It's pretty funny. <clears throat> but it's changed a
0: lot from what it was. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because sometimes they'll show older episodes where I'm like, oh, they couldn't write that one now. Well, there's a lot of shows like that. Like The Office, there's no way that could be made today. Uh Yeah, certain episodes of it, like that one... Most episodes of that show would not be acceptable today. I was watching this Always Sunny in Philadelphia last night, and they were depicting blackface. It was so funny. One of them was playing Murtaugh, the character from Lethal Weapon. Sorry, no, Gibson reference. And uh, Danny Glover's character. They were doing him in blackface. It was <laughs> fucking ridiculous. And Danny DeVito, on the show, he plays this crazy dude, Frank, and he goes... You got to do the lips funny. (laughs) So, I don't think you can do that now. Yeah, because everyone's so PC. South Park's whole season was based on PC culture. Everyone gets offended by everything. The PC babies and the PC principal. And vice principal, strong woman. Vice principal. Strong woman.
1: What's your first name? Strong? Last name? Woman? (laughs) The one when he's like, I want to open the door for you, but I understand that you're an independent woman. I don't know which one to do. And then it's like, I'm just like, Jesus. The
0: episode where, I think it was Butter's dad gets fired, and then she says, no, 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 they lose the Amazon Prime account. This is the episode about Amazon. And he goes, we're just Amazon USDA now. She goes, it's okay. It's just as good. You're a good woman for saying that. But you're a bitch because you're patronizing and lying to me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that... They're pretty spot on. You can still do that in 2018, I guess. Well, South Park, you know... I mean, Comedy Central doesn't have that many shows anymore. They carry Comedy Central. If you look... If you watch that channel at all, it's like... The Office, South Park, That 70 Show in the Morning, Speed Drama, and, yeah, that's... That's
0: like it. Those are the shows that are in syndication that are on there, but as far as the do shows that carry them, it's a daily show like South Park. Everything else is an experiment. And Broad City. Broad Which City is does coming to thing.
1: an end. Like yeah. Workaholics is over. Yep. They don't do this. There's really not any more like stand-up specials on Comedy Central anymore.
0: They all go to it's Netflix. Because they all go to Netflix.
1: Or Showtime. Or
0: maybe HBO if they squeak by. But yeah, um... Comedy Central, I've heard that they just, or I've listened to on podcasts and shit, they just don't do shit. They don't do well by the artists. They stifle creativity in the worst possible sense. Whereas Netflix says, do what you want. We won't give you the numbers, but do what you want. And we'll pay you what we
1: want. (laughs) That's very true. Yeah, because it just started falling off. And then Netflix is every other day. It's like, this person is comedy special. This person is comedy special. And I don't even know which one's to watch for real. Yeah, it's an interesting strategy. If I was an agent giving someone
0: guidance on what to do, it would definitely be get on Netflix. But in a sense, you can get lost in the shuffle.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's why I think there's no superstars anymore. Or we're heading to that, because there's just so many different people who can get recognized in so many different ways that no one's really like this mega star. Yeah, that's an argument I've made. There'll
0: be no more <clears throat> excuse me, no more Bruce Springsteens, no more princes, Michael or Michael Jackson. Jacksons, yeah, where there's three channels and four ways to see someone so everyone knows
1: that person. Yeah.
0: No more Princess Diana.
1: And there's so many just different like markets to feed to, some of the little niche markets, like...
0: But there are a few stars like that that have carried over from the last generation, like The Rock.
1: Yeah. He's universally known. I mean, that's there's still some, yeah, but, like, I think heading forward there's not gonna
0: be... Yeah, no more Beavers. But they'll, I think there'll still be these people who are known on such a broad scale. Like... It'll be impossible not to know them in some way. Like, just
1: culturally. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they'll like know them. But I mean, like, but there's no, well, I, I just mean, like, like, no, there will not be another Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? No, of course not. Like, what no one's not? gonna be so in tune with, like, oh my God, it's this guy. Just because there's so many people who are famous now.
0: I think there won't be anybody as beloved as that because of how we look at fame now. But there'll be people who are equally as known, I think. That if more so because of how many people there's more people now.
1: Yeah, and but also just the way people look at fame too, like you said. Yeah. Because there's people who like will be like, "Oh, I'm Instagram famous." It's like, "Oh, all right." Like I don't even know who the fuck that is. Exactly, we look at fame
0: now as like almost a negative thing. And it is a negative thing. We do look at fame as a negative thing. I look at it as a negative thing. I'd rather just be rich. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to <laughs> not
1: be able to go to a grocery store. Yeah, that would be terrible if you like got dinner and someone comes up to you and excuse me, can I have your autograph? Like, um, I'm with my family.
0: Yeah. You want to be on that scale where only the people who like you know you. You don't want to be on that scale where people who don't like you know you. I remember Louis C.K. making that joke years ago. Where it's like, if you get to the point where you're being pushed in front of people who don't want to see you on platforms you don't belong, that's where you get to the famous point, the Tom Cruise level. Yeah. And then you got people who fucking hate you seeing your face all the time, and they have a reason. Well, they don't necessarily have a reason. It's insecurity. But if they see you or if they constantly see you, then actually meet you, it just turn into a thing where... They're like, fuck
1: you. Yeah, and then they get all mad when you say no.
0: Yep. It's like, alright. They feel entitled, too, at a certain point because they see you so much. So, yeah, it's good to stay on a certain level. I
1: would agree. For sure. You have to wear, like, a disguise. And then if you get caught... Like, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, the guy who plays Harry Potter, they asked him if he would go see uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, and he was like, He's like, I don't want to be like in there and then everyone watching me, you know. And then he's like, and then I, you know, thought about a disguise, but then I was like, if they figure out it's me, I'm like, it's like I'm that guy who wore a disguise, and then I got caught wearing a disguise. <laughs> it's like that's that's kind of a good point.
0: Yeah, you definitely don't want to be that dude. It's like Kevin Durant. Would it be worse if we found out Kevin Durant was commenting from his own account? At people like if he wasn't hiding from a burner account like if he was just going in on other commenters and we just thought of Kevin Durant as this dude who's constantly on social media reading people's comments without having burner accounts would that be
1: worse than him having burner accounts no I think the burner accounts is is what got him it's like really dude you got fucking burners bro this is what I think I think even if he wasn't on a burner account we would still look at him as petty I don't know people would. I'm just saying it's like because it's from a burner account, just makes it funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it makes it even softer. It does make it a weaker move. Just like they compare LeBron James and him to going to super teams, but his is different because it's a super, super team. Just like LeBron might engage in some bitch activity in the media with deleting his social media account or unfollowing the team during the playoffs when he's on the team. That's some bitch shit, but having a burner account and commenting on other people's comments is some bitch bitch shit. Like, it's just there's levels to bitch assness.
1: They were saying there's reports that the Lakers are going to try and get uh, AD.
0: I saw Receiving A was making it seem like if they don't pick up AD, it's over. Like, basically, they have to go for broke to get AD right now.
1: Yeah, because he was saying that he thinks the Clippers are going to get Kawhi and KD. And I don't like, think that's going to happen. And then if Ella, if the Clippers do that, it's like, oh, I jump Lebron. Like that's what that's what he said. And then I'm like, I don't know. Hey, do you really think it's gonna happen? Well, no. No, I mean, there's no way
0: in hell KD is leaving Golden State. Everybody who thinks KD is leaving Golden State, I'm gonna tell you right now. Well,
1: they're not gonna. I mean, they're gonna have to pay him a lot. They don't have the money. They got they gotta pay, Clay. They gotta pay Draymond. What do you mean?
0: He's going to get the max there. He can get the same amount there that he can get anywhere else. They can pay him more, I thought.
1: Nah, how are they going to pay Steph, Clay, Draymond, and KD all max deals? They're not. They can afford the super max for two people, and it's going to be Steph
0: and KD. I think KD's going to leave. Well, I mean, if he wants to leave, he's going to leave, but I don't think he's going to leave. There's no reason for him to leave. If he leaves, he owns some more bitch-ass shit. And it's because he ain't man enough to take the, I don't know, whatever from fans. Because he thought he thought going to Golden State was going to put him above LeBron. And now the fact that he isn't above LeBron is bothering him. So if that makes him leave Golden State to try and win somewhere else to spite
1: LeBron, that's even more bitch-ass. Thing. He might join LeBron. He's not going to join LeBron. Dude, imagine if him and LeBron... We'll play together. That'd be scary. Of course it
0: would be, dude. But did you see the comments where he's like, my favorite players right now are Kyrie Irving and then Larry Bird. You know what I'm saying? Like, he brought up Kyrie Irving. Who cares what he says, man? He says that because, you don't think that means something what you say? I mean, it could, but clearly with him, who knows? No, I think with him it means even more because he's so sensitive. I don't know. Charles Barkley said it best. Kevin Durant is one of the most sensitive superstars we've ever had in the NBA. I think so. In terms of the way <laughs> he
1: interacts Yo. with the media and social media, definitely. Did you see um, Marcus Peters D checking the, the crowd?
0: No, nah, I didn't see. I still haven't seen that clip. <sighs> I saw he's sponsored by Win Win now,
1: though. Hey, that, that, I don't see how fans can feel like they're so, like, can say whatever they want and not get anything happen back.
0: Yeah, Marcus Peters was not on that Tyreek Hill shit. He wasn't getting no beer from in his face.
1: Yeah. He was ready. He was like, where are you from? That was pretty, uh, good for him. Not that it's the right way to do it, but fans need to be held accountable. For
0: sure. Everyone should be held accountable when human beings out here. Like I say, he's a
1: person before he's a player. Oh no no! Sometimes when you take Ambien, you just tweet things. I'm just fucking around. It's a joke. <laughs> I was about to say. Are you defending Roseanne right now? <laughs> it was a joke. Can we get into that again? Game? I just again I have been watching South Park and Mr. Hankey says it because it makes fun of Roseanne.
0: That's a really funny episode though. And sometimes you do take Ambien and say things. Yep. Yeah, just gotta be careful. I'm pulling up the clip now. I hate it when you have these YouTube videos where they talk. Bitch, I don't want to hear you review the clip I'm looking for. Give a damn how nice your tits are. And they are nice. I didn't see, but... They're nice. Which I believe, he G-checked him, What'd he say? He
1: just got up off the bench. He's like, where are you from? Where the fuck are you from? Oh, TMZ. See, TMZ pulls no punches. Yeah, that's...
0: Z for you
1: yeah I they ruin that. lives man but I mean I don't think there's any punishment for him there but like they'd be ruining lives I just appreciate the fact that when you're looking for a video they're gonna have
0: the video yeah it's more, not than, even, more than likely there's no one's take on what the video is we just get the video but yeah Marcus Peters just kept it real he's a nigga from California
1: from Compton I believe nigga's gonna keep it real from South Central <laughs> he's not fucking off yeah uh, yeah, I don't know why would you would talk shit to them, right? And people think cornerbacks are small for some reason. They're, I mean, they tend to be like six feet or shorter. That's not small. Like five of them? It's not, but compared to NFL size, it's small. Yeah, but they'll be like six feet, 200 pounds, or 220, like Jack. Yeah, but if compared to NFL, like. I totally understand that, but fans tend to think that, oh, I could be the corner's ass. That's because most people watch on TV and they're like, oh, that guy's not that big.
0: Yeah, fans are idiots. Like if you play organized football, alright, the last time you probably played was in high school. And I get that in high school, your team's cornerback might have been some 5'6 guy that ran a 4'7, and you were like, oh, he's
2: the fastest guy on the team.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. The NFL cornerbacks run 4'4s four and their physical prime 20s, 6', and now some of these corners are like 6'4, because they look for the longer corners.
3: Yeah, I mean like
1: up. the Seahawks did it best when they had like Brandon Browner. He was one of the bigger corners. Richard Sherman's a little taller. Like six two maybe. But like most of the time if, when you're taller you're not you're not really cornered. Well yeah, because you can't turn your hips and all that shit. I get that.
0: But at the same time, Joe Hayden, I mean these cats are kinda big, like if you see them in person. They're they're way bigger than you and I. Oh no, yeah, yeah. And dudes would consider me big because I'm two hundred pounds, but I'm also five ten. These was a six two. Number six one, they're big guys. I saw Marcus Peters. I didn't realize Marcus Peters was that big. That's why I say that. Yeah. He'll fuck that dude up
1: in the stands. Hell yeah. <laughs> that would be kind of scary. If you were sitting there, he'd start coming up there. You're like I have nothing to do with this guy. But even Tyreek Hill, he's he's jacked. He's so fucking
0: swole, but he's like five five. <laughs> he's not that short. He's like five ten. Yeah. Yeah, he's like my head for real. Yo, have you um heard of this movie, Three Identical Strangers? No. All right, so Three Identical Strangers is a documentary about three twins who were semi-famous in the late 80s, early 90s because they found each other. Did I say three identical twins? Yeah. Three identical brothers. Three identicals. What do you call them? Triplets. Yeah. Them. So these dudes got famous around this time frame because apparently one of them found the other on college campus in the same day he was transferring from that college. And then the third brother saw that story in the paper and found those two like a week later. They were all like adopted or something? They were separated at birth, intentionally, by the government. Spoiler alert. It's a true story. If you don't know about it and you haven't heard about it by now, I'm why sorry. why would the government separate them? It's an experiment. It wasn't necessarily the government, but it was these adoption agencies and these scientists who were involved with these adoption agencies, but all of the results from the studies that they conducted are hidden and locked until 2066. So where they get the funding? Where'd they get the the say so? Like I understand it's the nineteen sixties, so you could just give people LSD and it was okay. <laughs> but you could fucking give away babies and split up babies? Sounds like some Stranger Things type shit. And this wasn't the only case. This was there were multiple cases of this. Yeah. And they still don't know the exact number because the results are locked in some Yale research study until, like I said, 2066. So they found eight couples or eight sets of twins or triplets that were split up at birth that found each other later on in life. And they became famous in one way or another by writing books
1: or
0: some bullshit. I
1: thought you were going to say that three people who looked alike but weren't related, like identical, all found each other. Which is possible because they say there's probably, like, six people who look like you on Earth. Well, yeah, my friend told me she saw my Persian doppelganger in Spain. There's a, yeah, there's probably six people who look just like you. Yeah. Sexy bastards. <laughs> poor guys for me, you know?
0: Uh-huh. I'm sure they're getting lots of puss wherever they are. Those poor guys? I could see a Middle Eastern version of you laying <laughs> pipes somewhere right now. <laughs> oh man laying straight hard he's got 72 versions definitely his beard's a little bit longer but yeah I can see that I can see that for you yeah man it, it is crazy though because um, when you look at CRISPR and the way that's going to just change the way genetics and everything modified there's going to be different versions of you and those versions are going to be like sets that you
1: created in one way or another you know what I'm saying, without even realizing. I hope I got a little version of me running around. Not anytime soon. But that would be funny. Oh, yeah, kids. Like a mini-me. Yeah, if you think about it that way, we've essentially been playing God for the last, you know, two centuries. No, like literal mini-me. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Oh,
3: you, wanna <laughs> make- just, oh, you kidding. want to make... I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding.
0: You want to do like a Dr. Evil's size? That'd be hilarious. So you want a midget? <laughs> Not even
1: like this little like micro. A
2: micro Jake? (laughs) Jesus,
1: I don't want that. Be fucking. But he'd be grown. No, he'd be grown. But like, bro, like my age, I get it. But you'd have to kill him. (laughs) Imagine you that size. He'd
0: have super Napoleon complex. He'd be pissed. You'd have to make him little bitches. You'd have to make him like little women for him to fuck. For him to feel fulfilled. Otherwise, he'd just be (laughs) running around. What is he gonna do? Just be your do boy? He could like sit on my shoulder all day. Right, be (laughs) pissed. (laughs) <laughs> and he'd be upset that people were freaked out by him. You'd have to hide him. <laughs> no, that wouldn't work out. That wouldn't work out, man. This like, You're have to. You're thinking too far in the future.
1: Like, in the what future. if Mini-Me had a Mini-Me? No, nah, in the future, that will work. It's like that movie Downsizing. I'm, I haven't seen the movie, but like...
0: Bro, that movie is not what you think it is. I spent, I wasted two and a half hours watching that piece of shit. And I'm going to tell you right now, I thought it was, oh, this super cool movie about people shrinking and trying to, you know, save the environment or whatever. And then there's going to be this weird twist. The weird twist was even worse than I thought. You can tell me. I'm not going to watch it. I, Spoiler I'm, alert. I'm going to keep it real. I wiped the memory of that movie from my mind because it was so shitty. So the exact contents are escaping me right now. I'm not going to get mm-hmm. into it. But I do remember it being so bad. I remember like, so yeah, there was a study but at the end of the day they were trying to shit, man. There's
1: going to be too much downtime on the podcast. I don't remember. It's all good. Don't Um, worry about it. I don't remember. Spoiler, we didn't spoil or anything. (laughs) It was a shit movie though,
0: man. I just remember thinking I wasted two and a half hours watching this.
1: Yeah, I always like when I'm watching a movie like that, you get more than halfway done you're like, Fuck! I really don't want to watch this anymore, but I'm already put this much time into. It. I gotta finish it.
0: Yeah, I have to see how it ended. I you got to see how those movies
1: end. I
0: forget what movie I watched recently like that.
1: It's the same way with books. Like if I get too far in a book if I don't like it, I'll just be like, I gotta finish this book because I just read so much of it. Yeah, that holds true with books for sure. But like, not nah. The Shape of Water. Have you seen that movie? No, and I refuse. So I only saw part of it because my brother was watching it. That movie is like, they won like Best Picture or was nominated for Best Picture or some shit. The movie's weird as fuck. Yeah. It's about a woman falling in love with a fish man, right? Yeah, he's like some, well, I don't know if it's like common knowledge or not, but like, he's like some god, apparently. Like, I don't know, but Yeah. He's like a god in the Amazon. I don't, I don't really know, but it was it was really weird. I was like, this is fucking strange as shit. So she fucked an avatar? She fucked a fish man, yeah. It was fucking really strange. It's like, why are you watching this if you don't like it? He's like, because I already watched so much of it. And he's like, oh, true, I know how that goes. No, yeah, last movie I saw that
0: I think I actually enjoyed was uh, Uncle Drew. It's the last movie I remember watching and actually enjoying and I watched it for free right here in my living room. Nice.
1: It's pretty decent. I saw Bohemian in Rhapsody in theaters. It was all right, it was entertaining. So you paid to see it? Yeah. So the fact that you thought it was entertaining and you paid to see it means something. Is my paid the season? No, I saw mid 90s in theaters. How was that? I enjoyed it. It's like, imagine what a skate movie would be like, dude. Like, yeah, I don't want to watch it then. I've seen a bunch of skate movies. I mean, it was interesting. I enjoyed it. But, so it was like Legends was, of Z town I haven't
0: seen it. It's the same thing, I bet. I'll, I'll watch it eventually, but um, it'll be for free right here in my living room. Uh, what else did I watch that was good? fucking the ballad of
1: the ballad of Buster Scruggs oh yeah that came out on my timeline on Netflix I really watch it.
0: yeah I I enjoyed it man the Coen Brothers it's dark it's I heard it's different than what you would expect it's, it'll take some turns on you, but yeah it's good have you have you seen Louie's show on his website? And then I think it came out later on other platforms. Uh, shit, the brothers, the bar they own? Nah. I forget. It was a strange show,
1: too, but it was like that. I've been watching, like, Big Mouth. Big Mouth is the shit. Yeah, this, I watched season two. That show was hilarious.
2: Ooh, did you cheese in your pants?
1: Yeah, like... That show is spot on, like, you could show that shit It would be kind of, like, rough to show that show to kids going to puberty, but, like, you could definitely show them that show and be like, this is what's happening right now. It's pretty, you are know, probably pretty accurate. Like, The thing is, you and I can laugh at it,
0: but I don't know if I'd be able to laugh at it at that age. I would laugh at it because I would try to laugh at adult jokes,
1: the same way I laughed at South Park. I laughed at a bunch of shit that I didn't get. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, relatable, like, and to teach them about, like, this is what's going to happen, like, that show is kind of, is pretty much, is pretty spot on. Yeah, with us having
0: the hindsight and the experience of teenagerdom, I think we can sort of, you know, identify with it and enjoy it more. Whereas if I was watching it as a 16 year old, I I didn't really talk about jerking off and shit then. Oh, well, no,
1: neither did I. I was like embarrassed by it. But still, that's why, yeah, no, that's why the shame, like, the shame wizard. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh man like that shit was wild bro hilarious it's almost
0: like magic school bus but for your penis <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it is for puberty it's magic school bus it's magic school bus for puberty
1: yo when they were at the golf joint he did the fucking uh the zip line it's too light to make it across and the girl pulls down his pants <laughs> then his dad is like oh no he pulled down his pants <laughs>
0: Yo, that shows too much, man. And then the fact that he gets the female hormone monster at the end—yeah, spoiler alert—that shit is just gonna be so good. He's gonna get all the pussy now because he's gonna be inside the woman's head. I was like, what if she fucks him? Who? The the hormone monster. How would that work? No, no. She's a fig. She's a pigmentation or whatever. You never know. They went to the place. That's funny. <laughs> you never know. They went to the place. <laughs> yeah, he saw he saw the G spot basically. Yeah, so he's gonna have it all figured out. It's funny though, that show's great. There's a bunch of good shows on Netflix like that.
1: Yeah, I just added a whole bunch of my they getting some good stuff, but I haven't been on it in a while, so I just been going through it to my list. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Netflix,
0: that nine billion dollars is going to it's going to solid, solid use. I um, don't Yeah, that's I um, do However much we spending on content. or something like that. But yo, now that we're far enough removed from this, you saw the Kareem Hunt video, right? Yeah. Do you think he should never be allowed to play football again?
1: I, I think he should be allowed to play football again. Good. The, the, I think, and I'm not defending him, but the NFL has a policy in place for this kind of thing. It's six games. They put it in place after the whole Ray Rice incident. was like, okay, for domestic violence kind of thing, it's six games. Now, I don't think this really was domestic violence. It was assault on a woman, which is, I mean, just as bad, but even so, the policy is six. You give him six, and then if he doesn't take the steps necessary to, like, better himself and actually feel like, do take the steps to correct, then you can maybe impose longer? I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much my stance, too. I mean, he should be suspended, and that should have been the initial reaction because the video was released. Or they saw the video. As much as they want to say they didn't have access to the video, they didn't need to see the video. The people who needed to see the video were the police. People who were on the scene were the police. They saw what happened and they deemed it as a
1: situation where nothing would come of it. Well, that's the thing too is uh, the girl won felony charges on them, and they were like, "We can't press felony charges because uh, they're like this is misdemeanor assault. Like that's all it is at best." And did she even get anything civilly from it? Did she pursue She crimes? won't. She won't pursue
0: it. Of course she won't. Because at the end of the day, her ass should lose her
1: job too. But this is why I said that TMZ really was lives, Because this shit happened in February. Why is the video just... Or why are they just now releasing the video in November? That's not on TMZ. That's on whoever sold it. But I'm saying, like, they, why are they putting it out there? People because... Because doesn't need to see that shit. Because
0: this would be the reaction. That's why they put it out there. Because it's going to get clicks. And that's the environment we've created. But at the end of the day, we need to manage people's reaction to this shit. Because people's reaction is why TMZ puts it out. It's going to be put out as long as capitalism dictates the fact that money going to get clicks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just people's reaction. To see the shit and be like, oh, this is new. This is interesting. What's going on? But he's not Ray Rice. My reaction to that video was not the same vitriolic anger that I felt towards Ray Rice when he's dragging his passed-out future wife, you know what I'm saying, mother of his
1: child, out of an elevator. You know, they actually had on CBS this morning, uh, Gail King, interviewed Ray and Janae Rice, they put it on this morning and played it. It's a pretty interesting interview. Like, It's a recent interview? mm Because, like... Since like this thing happened a cream hunt, he's been getting brought up because he he re- not well. I don't know if he's reached out to cream hunt, but he's he's been working like since what happened, Since what he did, he's become like a huge advocate to like for abuse victims and like all programs. He talks to he's a part of the NFL rookie where he goes and talks to them about this is what happened, this is my story. Here's what are good things to do, you know. So he's like, I want to help anyone who wants who wants to help. So I think he wants to help cream hunt, but. Uh, that's why they've been just like bringing him up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's being 100% honest
0: because if he's saying that's the
1: only time he hit that woman. Well, no, in the interview, Gail King asked, asked Janae, and she was like, Is this the only time? She's like, One and only. And then they were talking about it after the interview in the, in the studio because she was in the studio. Like, the interview was taped. She's in the studio. She's like, You know, I asked, and I pressed on it and pressed on it. And she was like, I think they're being sincere. Like, and, uh, but no, they asked him, she was like, do you think you deserve a se- did you think it, you deserve a second chance? Cause he said he was dumb with football. Cause he said that's what like was causing him all this shit and having to live to the pressure of being like a star. And then, uh, but he was like, I didn't want to play football, but no, I don't think I deserve a second chance. He's like, I got my second chance right here. It he was like talking about his wife and all that. That's very respectable. And I respect them
0: for not wanting to air their dirty laundry in public. But I guarantee you that wasn't the first time he hit her like that. Come on, Jake, you seen that video? And I, I watched it recently to compare it to Kareem Hunt. And that nigga acted like he pushed one of his homeboys down, or he knocked over some furniture. Like this
1: happens all the time. I'm not excusing what he did because it's terrible, but he probably was blacked out. He was definitely blacked out. So like, I mean, I'm but not saying that's the type you're of thing that wakes you up. you're blacked out, but. You're a different person
0: when you're blacked out. Man, that's the type of thing that wakes you up, bro. I've been drunk. I've been blacked out. You get snapped out of those states when you do... Like, if you get in a car accident, for for instance. I would compare knocking your wife out in an elevator to getting in a car accident if it's the first time that happens. Um, His reaction was know. to drag her like
1: a bag of I dirty laundry. I don't think so, because you're not getting any, like... You're not getting any hit, like, rush of anything. It's the person who's getting clocked. She's not getting anything. She's knocked the fuck out. I'm saying adrenaline's not going to be pumping from you. Like he probably barely had to throw anything into that. No, I'm not talking
0: about the adrenaline. I'm talking about his reaction. If you never knocked your fiance out I and then him. you do
1: it, the way that if she pressed him on it and they've been adamant about it and the way they sounded, I'm, I'll believe it.
0: Yeah, you you have to because they keep saying. That's I mean, even she,
1: she even said that she wasn't like this squirrely little like clothes woman. She was like she's. She took lead, like, in her questioning, and all that stuff, so. They've been together forever.
0: And just knowing what I know about body language, the way he reacted on the video was just strange for somebody who says it's the first time he clocked her. But whatever, you know, I'm not going to get into that. My whole point in starting this conversation was to say Kareem Hunt should be allowed to play football. And the fact we're even bringing up Ray Rice and comparing him to Ray Rice simply because this is an assault situation.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that's is ridiculous. Because Ray Rice is the poster boy for this shit. That's why everyone who does is going to get compared. If there's video, see that's where like there's no video of Ruben Foster, which this has the same shit, but he's only on the exemplars. You know that Kareem Hunt's going to get suspended when he comes back. Bro, if there was video. that's why if I was a team, honestly, I would have picked him up off waivers, taken the PR hit because you get him on his rookie contract where it's dirt cheap, and you you can go to the league and say take him off that list, suspend him right now. I was begging for the Steelers. Then you have to pick the last you have the last four weeks suspended or three weeks whatever suspended this year and then the first three or four, two next year. There I you go. Was,
0: I was begging for the Steelers to pick him up.
1: I thought somebody would have. I think somebody will. Somebody's definitely gonna pick him up because he's so young and good. But that, I, and he's he like and I mean out, granted, He entered counseling, but did he enter counseling because he needs it or because he's trying to play football again?
0: He entered counseling because his PR person told him to, but at the end of the day, he don't need counseling. What happened to him could have happened to a bunch of people. That could have happened to a bunch of people, but it's never happened to me, and it's never happened to some of my close friends, but I could see how the situation could get out of hand. If you're at home, let me just explain to people who don't oh, know. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I just No, no, no. I just want to explain to people who might listen to this and say that we're overreacting or taking his side in a domestic violence or an assault against a woman issue. Let me just say, if you're at home, at the end of the night. It's 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you're entertaining company at your apartment, and you're about to get physical with your counterpart. You know, you want to go back to the room and have a little fun because it's late at night, and you're trying to get the people who are inside the apartment out, all right? If they're not doing anything, it's time for them to go. They refuse to leave. They refuse to exit said premises, all right? They're not doing anything. They're just hanging around. They might steal something. You don't know these people. Why won't they leave? They start arguing with you and then calling you racial slurs. In the midst of refusing to leave your new place, you just moved there, you're drunk, they're drunk, you might be on some other illicit substances. What would your reaction then be? You know what I'm saying? You didn't put hands on this person. You put hands on your friends.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, they were underage, the girls were. That's when they asked them to leave, which makes sense, total sense. That's what they said. And then, uh, his girlfriend like asked him to leave, and then they sat outside for like a while. But I'm not excusing what he did by any means. What he did was wrong. Like <laughs> I'm not excusing what he did either. But I I'm just, just do think like I don't know. It's not on
0: par with punching your fiance and dragging her lifeless, ostensibly lifeless body out of an elevator. It's not on par with that. The fact we're comparing it just means we have too little shit to talk about I mean like you said if Greg Hardy or Ruben Foster were on video if Dante Stallworth hitting that homeless man were on video I think he got suspended but I'm pretty sure he was on like arrested and shit yeah but none of those dudes would ever play football again if those things
1: were on video they're on social media you know well yeah that's what's wrong and right about it think about back in the day all the wild shit that probably happened it's what's
0: wrong and right about it Like these Neil deGrasse Tyson allegations. Ridiculous. Can't believe that was even brought up. The idea that Neil deGrasse Tyson would touch someone. Yeah, I don't
1: know anything about that, too.
0: The only thing he touches is science. touches our minds and our hearts. You watching fights this weekend? This weekend coming up or this past weekend? No, this weekend coming up. I don't know if fighting. Speaking of
1: twins, the Charlo twins, Oh, yeah, yeah. Boxers, yeah. I just saw something about those guys. No, I'm probably not. I'm going to watch the Ravens game Saturday night, probably. Saturday football, bro. Do you think that saturates the game? I mean, they've done it for years. You know, college football is over, so they have the day to do it.
0: I know that, but. The idea that they want to take over every day of the week. I mean, that's why people don't
1: watch NBA games. They only do two games, though. I don't think it's like taking over. You know, it's like they give you two games the option. You want to watch it cool? If not, so be it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did the Browns and Broncos play on Saturday last week? It was the Texans, Jets, and Browns, Broncos. See, I'm upset I missed those games. I didn't even know they were on Saturday. Too it was too late. Yeah, this week it's the uh, Redskins, Titans, and then Ravens, Chargers. But there's no Thursday football this week. Yeah, I know, but damn man. Shit. I'd like to do stuff on Saturday night. The idea that I have to watch football now. I don't have to. Yeah, I mean I catch a flight early Sunday, so I gotta I'm just be chilling anyway. No. Yeah. I'm going to Tampa on Monday and then Oakland on Friday.
0: If I watch the John Jones fight. Or Saturday, I go to Oakland on Saturday, so I'm gonna watch the John Jones fight in the West
1: Coast. Nice. Oh, that's two weekends in the middle? Yeah, the one night. Who you got? Jones or Gustafson? Man, I'm mean, a huge Jones fan, so I'm just gonna ride with him. But it, last time they fought it was a really good fight, you so. know. Yeah, that free fight is
0: on YouTube right now. If people want to watch it. I watched it recently, and it's a really good fight. I never watched it in its entirety. That fight's good as fuck. So, I mean, it can go either way, but as a John Jones fan, I'm just saying. Yeah, I think John Jones. Both of them are gonna have ring rust because Gustafson hasn't fought forever, and John Jones hasn't fighting forever. But they're both beasts, and. Jones is obviously the better fighter. And last time they fought, he didn't even train. That was when he was still in his cocaine phase.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he trained for like two days, you know, barely cut weight, and then beat the shit out of him. know, yeah. So. We'll see. Yeah. It should be a good fight. It should be a great fight. It'll
0: be a great fight. It should be. should be. Like heavyweight. And then you got Cyborg and Nunez fighting on that card, too. And Nunez, the same woman who beat the shit out of Ronda Rousey after Holly Holm kicked her. And... You know, she's the longest running defender at Bantamweight. So, it's gonna be a good fight. I think she's coming up to 145 now, though, to fight Cyborg. There's no way in shit Cyborg can make 135. She walks around at like 180. Yeah. Cyborg will beat any dude
1: that you know. So, yeah. that's all you got? I, I don't know too much. Like, we uh, may have talked about earlier. What do you think that? Fury, Wilder fight. Oh yeah, it was great.
0: One of the greatest heavyweight fights of all time. I think it's interesting how Anthony Joshua now is coming to the forefront and trying to make his case. Now, Anthony Joshua hasn't been to America and on American television since his entry to uh, professional boxing. You know, I'm so saying he was an amateur in the U.S. Olympics, got his gold medal, and then rose in the ranks. And then once he first started pro boxing. He did a bunch of press appearances, and that was his only press run. Ever since then, he's been on this exclusivity exclusivity pos- policy. Like, he's fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. Doesn't do any interviews. Like, he's so top shelf. I mean... I don't think he really wants to fight. He wants to fight. His team doesn't want to fight. And at the end of the day, they're right from a business perspective because he's the golden goose. Anthony Joshua is the golden goose. And in the heavyweight division, anybody could lose. Well, I like how Fury called him out. Yeah. And that's the right thing for Fury to do. It's the right thing for Wilder to do. But I think they need a rematch first. And that's what most of the public wants. But that's why Joshua came to the forefront and said, listen, April it is. Because now he sort of put their nuts to the fire. Because if Wilder doesn't accept this fight in April versus the Fury rematch, basically Fury and Wilder will have to get in a room and agree that neither one of them are going to accept the, the rematch with Anthony Joshua.
1: Or except the fight with Anthony Joshua, my bad. Yeah, I mean, I think they should fight, and then whoever, you know, like when does that fight just go. go? Fight, fight Joshua. Yeah, that's what I they think tied. too. They tied. They tied. Like even though I don't think it was a draw, they, they had a draw. So being Tyson won, right? Yeah. Yeah. I get the argument like, oh, he knocked him down twice, but if you watch the whole fight, he won the whole fight, except the two rounds he got knocked out. He got Wilder won like three or four rounds. Other than that. Fury won the fight. But boxing is one of these sports like baseball where there are
0: unwritten rules. And when it comes to heavyweight boxing, we talked about this on the last podcast, if you're a dude that's coming forward as a heavyweight boxer, and you're 209 pounds, giving up 40 pounds to a bigger man who should be knocking you out, but this is heavyweight boxing. We ain't point fighting. Tyson Fury's a point fighter. You know what I'm saying? If you want to fight Floyd Mayweather style, that's fine, but don't do that in the heavyweight ranks. And if...
1: Fury didn't fight; hasn't fought in years. Like he hadn't fought in two years. Absolutely not. But I'm just saying, like, if you look at it, it's like eight rounds of four or nine rounds of three. I don't care if we get knocked down twice. That's why I say there's a three knockdown rule. Because if you knock him down three times, then you win. right? Like, okay, then if you would have done it a third time, you won. I don't care if we knocked him down twice. Did he stay down? No. <laughs> on the cards and on the points. If you
0: want to judge by points. If you give Wilder one of those first seven rounds, which it'd be hard not to. You'd have to give him one of the first three because it was so feely. So if you give him one of the first three rounds just because he's the aggressive fighter in the heavyweight ranks, if you give him one of those first three rounds in conjunction with those two knockdowns, that gives him the draw right there on the points. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that was egregious was the fact that one of those judges scored at 110 to 117. Which means that he gave Wilder the first six rounds.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. When I saw 115 one fifteen, one eleven, Wilder, I was like, "Is, is that, that what it was?" Yeah. I was like, "What?" I was like, "I can see that Fury the other way because yeah. like that would mean the two knockdowns are when Fury lost two points, and then the third round that he lost would be the, the fifth point. Like that would make sense." But Fury is the slicker, more skilled boxer.
0: But if we're talking, about the fight.
1: I enjoyed the shit out of the fight. That's, that's why I want to see it again. Like, yeah. I enjoy good fights. I don't, I don't care. Like, and I think the story behind it is good too. Yeah, I think that's why everybody wants to see it. And at the end of the day, it's going to happen.
0: I think that's the fight that's going to happen because those two respect each other enough and recognize that the payday is there for their rematch versus whatever amount DAZN is going to
1: give them. And Fury doesn't care about the money. He donated all the money he made from that fight. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's great. I think it's awesome. Like, like Wilder kind of saved Fury's life and then, like, gave him a reason to want to come back. And then he comes out of, like, his, like, depression and shit, comes back to fight Wilder, and then, like, they just go toe-to-toe. It is really sweet when you put it in those perspectives.
0: When you put it from that perspective. Jesus, this sour monkey beer has got me slurring. Yeah, no, it is really cool when you put it from that angle because they're brothers in arms, you know Fury was down, Wilder puts out that video which kinda of brings him from the doldrums out of the depression to give him something to fight for. And then they fight it out. And now they're both
1: saved in essence because Wilder needed somebody. Yeah. yeah. I mean like now I think it's pretty sweet. That's why when I was like, seeing all this like all the shit talking on the press days, like I was like, What I thought they I thought they're like cool with one another.
0: Yeah. But yes, they're he's they
1: fighting, like.
0: Yeah. And at the end of the day, they're cool with each other to a point. Like, I'm cool with a bunch of people, but if I know I'm going to have to fight you at a certain point, we ain't cool no more. Yeah, you got to be not cool for a while, I guess. Yeah, and like Wilder said, when we get in the ring, we're confidants. Like, we got to go at each other, and right? I'm not me when I get in the ring, as weird as that sounds.
1: No, it makes sense because, like, it's like when you play high school football and when you practice, you got you to gotta go out there and hit your friends. So it's like, I remember one time I didn't want to hit one of my friends. It was one of the first days because I didn't play youth football. I played played high school. So one of the first days I had a chance to kind of lit him lit up, and I, and I held up. And, like, the coach was like, you don't want to hit him because he's your friend? Like, you don't have friends on the field. I was like, all right. Like,
0: yeah. It's the same exact mentality. I play football. I didn't even think about it that way, but you're 100% right. It's the exact same way. Before games where you're on the same team as the dude you're about to get him on the line to scrimmage with, we used to do bull in the ring just to warm up our pads. The idea that we did that is kind of <laughs> ridiculous, but yeah, you're right. That's exactly what it's like. So yeah, brothers in arms. Which that's a good fight. Um, Canelo beat the shit out of some British dude on DAZN this past weekend. Yeah, it was a shit fight because that dude just wanted to collect a check and they wanted to show the power of DAZN. But apparently, watching the fight on that app was hard as shit. I didn't watch it. I legally streamed it. I didn't watch it through the zone. Yeah. But apparently, you have to download some other app and then put in all this information and come up with a five character password, like five special characters.
1: That's a pain in the ass.
0: Dollar sign, parentheses, number. Yeah, that sounds like a pain in the ass. Capital letter. Yeah. It is a pain in the ass. So, and on top of that, pay 60 bucks. So, fuck them. But Canelo Alvarez is getting $365 million. So enjoy that fact while you pay to watch fights and I'm watching them all day. Yeah. Yeah. So, good fights coming up.
1: Yep. Yeah. No, I'm just excited. I'm not, I'm, it's bittersweet, you know, and the NFL season's coming up. We just have the playoffs and Super Bowl and that's it. It's like, fuck. Playoffs, Super Bowl, and that's it, man. I've been yeah. saying it for weeks now and I finally got some validation yesterday when Lewis Riddick said the Bears, NFC. Bears are good. Man. I think that's who's going to rep- represent NFC in
0: the in Super Bowl. Isn't it funny how the season sort of solidifies itself near the end? Um, everybody thought it was going to be Saints Rams, and I still think the Saints are going to be there because you're going to have to go through New
1: Orleans at the end of the day. Yeah, but I think I don't know. I think the Bears' defense is is just so good. The Saints' defense is so good. It's I mean it's good, yeah, but it's
0: like they're really good. You saw? Come on, last night should have been proof. Cam's shoulder's fucked
1: up, man. You can't can't give anything to that offense. Yeah, but they shut down McCaffrey, too. McCaffrey had 50 passing yards, 50 rushing yards, and 50 receiving yards. Yeah, some of these other games. He's he's like one of the second or third people to do that in a game. But I'm saying, some of these other games, he's been having 150. Yeah, but you could say the same thing about the Saints
0: offense. Like, the Panthers shut them down. That's because their defense is so elite. Both defenses had a really good game. That's my point. So, at the end of the day, if we're matching up great teams going into the playoffs, I like the combination of the Saints' offense and that elite defense more than I like Mitchell Trubisky and
1: untested Matt Nagy in New Orleans. I don't know, dude. I can see why i say that, but like New Orleans' offense hasn't looked good for a couple weeks now. And they lost the other week. I just think the Bears are... I've been saying it for a couple weeks. They're the dark horse, and i like them to go. I do
0: think teams have figured out a formula to beat the Bears, or beat the Saints, but I don't think the Bears have the formula
1: because they don't play the same pace that yeah, the Panthers but, and Cowboys do running the ball. But their their pass rush is so good. Like, all you have to do is disrupt Breeze up the middle because he likes to step up in the pocket, and then that's it. And then you double Thomas. That's all it, that's all it really takes, as long as you have the backers to stop. And they do. That's the Bears, like, and they're fucking, you got Khalil Mack, you got Rokon Smith, you got all these homies, like.
0: The thing is, it's going to be who can make the bigger plays. I think the Saints just have to make a couple plays. And that defense proved that it can make big plays. Khalil Mack's going to be the disruptor. If they can shut down Mack, or if he's healthy, he's going to have to be the game changer going into the dome. But I think at home, it's going to be too much for Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky's going to throw a pick, he's going to throw two
1: picks. I think we'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll, we will see. But
1: the NFC is kind of more like played out than the AFC. The AFC has a lot still going on. Like the Chiefs and the Chargers have the same record. And whoever doesn't win that division is going to be the fifth seed, which is crazy because they're going to have third best record in football and still to be, to be the fifth seed. Yeah, that's the only competition in the AFC that
0: matters, though, because we all know at the end of the day the Steelers are going to shit the bed. As much as I love my Steelers, I don't think that they're made for prime time right now in the AFC. I mean, beating any team two times in a season or the postseason is going to be difficult. So if we do play the Chargers again, I think we'll get them. But the Chargers are tough.
1: I think the Chargers are probably who I'm picking in the AFC to go. To They're tough. They're, I mean, look what – Philip Rivers, my MVP. I know Drew Brees had a great season. Pat Mahomes has done crazy things. But, you know, Philip Rivers having his best season. He came back against not only Pittsburgh, but the Chiefs with no uh, Melvin Gordon and then against Pittsburgh and then no Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen against the Chiefs. He should get MVP for that one throw he made
0: along. Travis Benjamin over the middle. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I do.
1: Against, yeah, no, I know, I know what you're talking about. It was so beautiful in the fourth quarter. Yeah, like they needed that down. He, Philip Rivers, my my MVP, but that's who I think going the AFC. I do think once the playoff starts, a whole other story. I, I, you know, as much as I hated on the Ravens this year, you know they're my team. With the defense, the way that they're playing, like that's all it takes. I mean, there's teams that don't like to play the Ravens, and the Pats are one of them. They, the Ravens are like the past kryptonite the past years when they were like really good so I don't think they want to see them Pittsburgh and, and Baltimore always put on great great shows yeah. but I don't know we'll see how they play this weekend against the Chargers yeah the
0: NFL is just It's I mean all sports are about matchups and with The Ravens, I think they're a team that can beat the Saints because of the way they play, that slow pace. If they
1: can control the ball on the ground and play solid defense, any team that can do that
0: can beat the Saints.
1: Yeah, I mean, when we played them earlier this year, Joe Flacco was still our quarterback. He wasn't hurt yet. But we lost by one point. Like, it was a close game, and I think the Saints came back to win, if I'm not mistaken. And then, like, they were up and we were down, and we had a chance to come back, and we just couldn't make it happen on the last drive. But, yeah, I mean, like, I think – it's going to be interesting, to say the least, because, I mean, they have the same record as the Colts and the Titans. And the Browns aren't even out of it yet. And To be honest, I kind of root for them. Like I know my team is going to have to lose in order for the Browns to make it, but if that happens, I hope the Browns do make it.
0: Yeah. I think the Patriots are going to be in the AFC title game versus the Chargers in uh, L.A., you know, that Carson City don't, wherever they play. They're going to play there, and I think I like the uh, Patriots to go to the Super Bowl again.
3: So
1: you think the Chargers are going to win the AFC West?
0: Yes. Wait, wait, wait. I take that back. Chiefs, Patriots. Patriots win.
1: I like the Chiefs, but their defense is not good.
0: I know. I just really do stick by the philosophy. It's tough to beat a team that good, that close,
1: twice in a season. Yeah. I think, the, I think Andy Reid figures it out the second time. Yeah, it should be, uh, should be interesting just because all these teams, like the Colts are on this streak, man. They're Once they got it figured out, they've been pretty good. Andrew Luck looks like Andrew Luck again. That O line is dirty. That They pass protect like no other.
0: I forgot about Indy. The other thing about these explosive offenses, I didn't mean to interrupt you, defensive coordinators figured them out. You know what I'm saying? As the season solidifies itself, you know, it's just later on. You get tendency driven because even I'm watching it, and I know.
1: I'm like, oh, Drew, he's trying to go here. They're about to go to the flat. Yeah, like, You know I what mean, they're doing. Well, with the Chiefs, no one's really slowed them down. In their three losses, they put up 39 points a game. That's a lot. I in, think in losses? The thing that separates the Chiefs is their skill players are so good. Yeah, I I mean, losing Hunt, I think, is a big deal. But Danny Williams stepped in great this past week, even though they, they lost. He put up points. Spencer Ware, when he's healthy, is a good, pretty good. But you still have Travis Kelsey and Tyree Hill. But then you you have Sammy Watkins and just signed Calvin Benjamin. Like,
0: and that's what I'm saying. The problem with the Chiefs, really you just named them, Kelsey and Hill.
1: Those are the real two problems. And when they had Hunt, he was the other problem, too. I mean, look at when they played the Ravens, right? Like, even with a mess-up foot, Tyree Hill still helped him come back on that fourth and 15 or whatever it was, get the first down. Then he helped on the... On another, get another first down, and his foot was all messed up. Yeah, so So he still tore it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, those are three players that are potentially best at their position, arguably, in the league, all on the same team that you have to worry about any given down. You know, you could argue Kareem Hunt is one of the best three down backs, you could argue Travis Kelsey is the best tight end, and you could argue Tyreek Hill is the best. Weapon slash slot receiver in the league. I mean, he's definitely, to me, the best possession receiver in the I'm league. I'm
1: going to say he's the best
0: offensive weapon
1: in the, in the game. Yes. I would agree with that. How can you disagree? The, o- the only other two people who I could put with him, would, would just based on like being a weapon, would be Kamara and, and McCaffrey.
0: And honestly, I don't even put Kamara in that conversation. I do. Never mind. I take that and back. Then I
1: take back DeAndre, I was... And DeAndre Hopkins. Because yeah. no matter, if, he's got such strong hands and tears up no matter who's a quarterback. Because that one year, it was like T.J. Gates, Brian Hoyer, and, and Brian Hoyer, and he still tore it up.
0: Yeah, he had the same, he had like ten touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. But Deshaun Watson is just so good too. So Houston is kind of 32. Super nasty. They won like nine straight. All right, so DeAndre Hopkins, yes, I'll put him in the conversation, and I negate what I was going to say about Alvin Kamara. All of them are nasty, but. It's only when I watch the Chiefs, and maybe it's the combination of Tyreek Hill with Patrick Mahomes because he can get it there. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, I mean, Mahomes himself is just explosive. Like, that arm, he can just flick the wrist, and it's just going 60 yards. Like. Yeah,
0: it's impressive. It's impressive. I mean, the NFL's been fun this year. I'm not going to lie. Who
1: do you know, got to the a college football playoff, Batman? Yeah, you got to give it. You got to think it's going to be that one. Who's going to beat him? Oklahoma. See, I don't know, man. They have no defense, and Alabama has a number one offense.
0: That's if Kyler Murray's, or that's if, uh, what's
1: the space is healthy? Ty. Jalen Hurst plays. Tua, they said, is uh, ahead of recovery or whatever. So what they say. But we'll see. I was looking at the odds. They have the best odds to win. Notre Dame has the lowest, I think. But, you know, if they're. If their money line was, like, plus $1,100 or something, I would put money on them just because. Mm. So you throw $50 down to win 550 if they just happen to win some, <laughs> somehow. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's smart money, man. That is. You, that's what I need to start doing, just putting smart money down.
1: Like, realistically, all if all three teams other than Bama are plus something, you put 50 on each of them. As long as it makes more than what the 150 you bet, you might as well. And then just hope that one of them can beat Bama.
0: Yeah, and one of them will. One of them has to. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I need to get out there these last two weekends, you know. Gotta make some bets. Yeah, I might need to make one right before the holidays, but I shouldn't spend any more money. I'm spending way too much money before the holidays. Speaking of holidays, happy,
1: happy to anyone listening. And to you, Jake. Any plans? I'm going to Boston for a couple days to see one of my best friends. Alright. Should be interesting. I'm not a fan of the cold, but You know, since when I have the time off, yeah, I hate the cold. Well, Maryland's only cold for like six months. Nah, a little longer than that, probably. But there is no more fall and no more spring, really. It's just winter and summer with like a week transition.
0: Yeah, I suppose. It's not that bad. It's definitely not the worst of places i live. But yeah, you can live warmer places if you really do hate the cold. Yeah,
1: no, I mean like anything lower than 65 is cold to me. Yeah. So it's like, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I'm ready for Tampa. I'm going to Tampa on Monday, like I said. I just need to figure out some plans in Oakland. We're visiting a female friend that we met in New York. So get this, me and my buddy went to New York in October and by stroke of luck, miracle, and random chance we hooked up with these two girls at a little Jamaican spot in Brooklyn. And they were from Oakland. They were cousins and they were both really cool people. And Javon, my buddy who I was with, really hit it off with one of the ladies that we ended up connecting with. So we're going out to Oakland to visit the city and her, if I'm being honest. Nice. In addition, her cousin. So some friends and uh, some other people made some other connections. But they're going to be hanging out on New Year's Eve, going to a Miguel concert. I decided not to buy a ticket to that bullshit. Because I figured it was going to be mostly couples and thought I'd be able to find like a dope comedy show or something on New Year's Eve in California, you would think, but I haven't been able to find anything. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to figure out some plans. Hopefully somebody comes through with something. But if anything, I'll be in San Fran slash Oakland slash Bay Area on New Year's Eve. What better place? That would be nice. I was there. Yeah.
1: So I'll be on the bridge. Um,. I think that's all I got. I was going to say, that's all I got, man. Yeah, we've been going for over hour. It's been nice. That's all I got for today. It's been nice. Yeah, that's all I got, too. All right. This shit is tiring. Talking, man. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hermit crab.
0: It's tiring talking? Yeah, dude. Talking for an hour, it's tiring. It's not that tiring. It's actually energizing I hope people were energized by listening.
1: I need to be more energized rather than all droopy in here. But, you know, that's something I can work on. It's all good. Oh, shit. Let me do some cocaine. Nah, I'm not about to do all that. All right. Much love to everyone. Bye-bye.
3: This for
1: the ones. Never Never been gone.
3: Live by the gun.
2: Die by the gun. Rise for the sun.
3: Ground for the goals.
2: World for the girls. Rise for the hog. Slide for the cross.
3: Rise for the cross
2: haul in the wild, bout foul. Never text, never count, I suggest you plow I'm the sex in the get best by the God Don't get clapped on, just a young black man with a backbone In a black home, I'm um, come back on In a Batmobile, black no chrome, yeah When Jabari died, was off the porch for homicides Then when half it died, I bought some things to pass the guys. But when Johnny died, all I had was shows book. Down the burning hill, I don't care how my soul look I know you gon' tell, I can tell by your froze look But I love you still, flaws and all You my dog, put me behind bars and out. Cause we came up at the park It's just crazy seeing everybody change when things get hard
3: mm. We just lost somebody else this weekend
2: We done came. Yeah. Now I'm a face in the name. Yeah. Just got a cop my tweets. Yeah. Told me to watch what I'm saying. Yeah. Just got a cop out the streets. Yeah. Told me to watch for a G. Liberty lurking in the east. Yeah. They hopping out ready to squeeze. Yeah. Niggas emotional nowadays. Yeah. Lying and high in their cap ways. Yeah. Crying and cold when they catch a case. Yeah. Off of the portion in 11th grade. Yeah. Calling the week with my mama pray. Yeah. Probably want none of my puma yeah. came. Just put the bins in my mama name. Yeah. Family fries I can carry Ace. Hell me up in church to the young age. Yeah. Shit, yeah, nigga, at the gun range would've been a lot more useful. Shit, Go up in the pulpit, truthful. Shit, rich and poor people don't use your shit. Might as well go and get used to it. Trying to get rich, get everybody fed, but everybody dead. everybody
3: dead. We just lost somebody else this weekend. Mm-hmm. think that I am jumping off the deep end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing out of something now was leaving. Trying to find my peace of mind is fleeting. I'm tweaking, I'm tweaking. I'm tweaking, I'm tweaking, I'm tweaking, I'm tweaking, I'm tweaking tweaking.
2: Big Boys Neighborhood, that's tweaking right there, man Y'all stick around, y'all radios right here in Big Boys Neighborhood